It's Wednesday night. It's November 15th, 2023. So you know what that means. A brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Streaming live on the Kicking Out Podcast. Twitter slash X channel. And on our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe. Hit that notification bell if you haven't already. Follow us on all social media platforms at Kicking Out Pod. I'm Tanner Lee. Co-host Paul Zartman. Austin Shepard in the house. Fellows, how we doing? Uh, it's Wednesday night. It's always a good night. Amen to that. It's an even better night because my computer's always been weird. That is the first time I've ever heard the intro. Wow. Live. So, Sounded good. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm stoked for that. It, it's a good night unless you're Paul White, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, the big the big man, tall Paul took quite the bump tonight. Hey, let, let's let's be honest. We uh, you got to appreciate a wrestler of his era those guys never want to give it up they want to do their damnedest to 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 keep going um but when we saw him two weeks ago on the stage and and try to throw a punch and and then watched a little bit of him tonight i mean uh, let's, let's be honest man he, uh, unfortunately he's not 63 year old sting who who can still go a little bit i mean unfortunately the the, the dude's body is just done and, 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 and you hate to see it. I'm not, I'm not making fun of him by any means, but no, no. And, and the bump he took tonight was, was awful. Oh. He hit the wrong part of the car. He hit the pillar on the windshield, which let, let's be honest, the way cars are designed nowadays. I, I that's the strongest part that that's supposed to uh, uh, not flex to protect the, the occupants. And, and he hit the back of his head right on it. Mm-hmm. So the back of his head yeah. is hip which we know is his problems he's had. So, um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that later when we're talking about the, uh, what, what would they call that, like a dragon street fight since it was I, I, I don't by know, Sega? Sega. Like a dragon liger or something like that. Yeah, it, it should be a quick conversation. Yes. Yeah. Shit was awful. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a typical AEW sponsored street fight. Not good. Yes. This this was this might have been worse than the chainsaw massacre. Oh, I don't I don't I don't think so. Uh, I did. It's, it's it was bad. Yeah, it it maybe maybe it was because I was only about a, a half a toddy in and I'm thinking, what in the hell am I watching? I think I texted you guys WTF, right? You did. Yeah. Well, I I didn't say WTF because I don't do that in text, but I'm like, I'm trying not to get an explicit rating three minutes and 32 seconds into this. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Yeah. I I at least got to go double digits to make myself feel better. Uh, And we do have uh, full gear predictions tonight in the show. So, yes. We don't get there during the pod. We'll get there during the predictions. So, so, so with that being said, Shep, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, we're drinking the normal kettle one. I'm not even gonna get the bottle out because they still haven't sent me anything to, for sponsorship, assholes. But anyways, kettle one, cherry bubbly. Um, it's been a uh, it's been a, uh, a rough couple days in the old uh, Shep uh, barn. Um, been partying a little too much. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, 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 mo- Monday night was uh, supposed to be a quiet night, and about ten forty-five, I had a couple buddies ambush on electric bikes. Um, uh, buddy of mine lost his dog of sixteen years, and they decided just to turn one up. And next thing I know, I'm out in the barn just freaking ripping fireball shots and drinking vodka like they're never gonna make it again. And then last night, 
Well, that's I won't talk about last night. But anyway, so yeah, <laughs> like this is only like number two tonight, and it's uh, well, I got, it's, going, it's going down a little faster than the first. I gotta one. say, Shep, you look good with the headphones. You sound good tonight. We don't feel yeah. like God's talking to us tonight. So, well, I mean, <laughs> Shep's becoming a true podcaster. Yeah, I got. I, I it took me two different sets of headphones to get to work as I don't understand any technology. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, it doesn't. It, if it doesn't sound echoey, that's all that matters. Uh, it sounds a lot better than it did. So, mission yes. accomplished. Uh, now, no, now, nobody in Twitter world can bitch, okay? Oh, they still will, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Somebody will say something about Shep. That's okay. That's Shep, all right. Shep's the weapon boy of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I'll I'll send him to my boy, Marty McSwirly, and he'll fuck him up. Damn it. <laughs> there there it is. Five, Five and, and a half, half minutes in. <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> Uh, about well, halfway tonight, to double digits tonight we started uh with a match i don't remember this match being advertised maybe i just wasn't paying attention uh john moxley wheeler universe orange cassidy and hook i don't think tony advertised it till first of the week on social media okay that would yeah. that would that would make sense that's how tony rolls we didn't so, see it on rampage or collision last week yeah no so but i like how the match opened up we saw mox and wheeler coming out of their entrance from somewhere else in the stadium, like or the arena, like they always do. Orange Cassidy and Hook ran into the crowd and ran up on them, started brawling right, right away. Thought that was a nice, fresh start to the match. Um, good match, kick things off back and forth. Um, and honestly, I was a little surprised by the outcome of this match. I thought Mox and or, or uh, Mox and Yuta would take the loss, and Yuta would eat mm-hmm. the pin. But instead, it was the reverse. Yuta and Mox went over a hook and orange with Hook taking a pin, which we don't see very often. I, I thought no, it was a little. I thought it was a little different. We did not see a lot of OC in the match. No, he, no. he played. He played an arm injury early in the brawl, mm-hmm. and and we. This is probably the most we've ever seen Hook in the in the ring. Um, and I thought there was a little bit of an odd exchange at the start of the match when he did a judo throw to Yuta and Yuta popped up like, what the hell, man? Like he didn't yeah. sell it all. I thought it was really odd and, um, just wasn't flowing. But then I thought as the match went on, they both got better. I'm still surprised we haven't got a Yuta hook match for the FTW title at full gear. And maybe that gets added. I think yeah. they could get out of zero hour. You know, they, they usually yeah. have two matches there. That 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 could kick off the show uh, before the ROH tag titles. Yeah, that would be fitting. Post match though was really entertaining. Mox pretty much claimed there's going to be a course correction this weekend when he grinds Cassidy into dust and walks out as champion. Pretty much told Orange he has no shot. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, this promo kind of swayed my prediction for the for the match on Saturday. Uh, mine too. I was thinking one way, and I came out of this promo thinking another. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't like Orange's reaction. He, he looked. He looked scared. It's still selling the. You know, I hit him with the orange punch, and he just ate it. No soul. Yep. yep. Yeah. But well, that should, there's should a, be a good match. I, I think I know what you guys are talking about with swaying your predictions. There's another little segment. It was a 30 second segment tonight that swayed my predictions, and I'll get into that later. Okay. 
So, so full gear is kind of, at least for two matches, it's, it's, you know, so-and-so two. So you got Moxley and, and Orange Cassidy two for the international title. You also got Hangman Page Swerve Strickland two, but like we found over the weekend, it's going to be a what, Texas death match. That's what swayed my predictions, boys. It's going to be a Texas death match. You can't, you, never mind. I'll get into it later. And this, uh, and Swerve and Prince Nana came out. Nana's just dancing up a storm, had the crowd dancing. Hangman, and he's doing this, doing this. Even did it in the ring when Hangman called him out for it, which was pretty entertaining. Um, I mean, Hangman and Swerve get face to face. Now they can't touch. Tony, Tony Khan got on Twitter today and said if they touch, they're both done for 2023 and the, and the uh, match is off for Saturday. But they're going back and forth. Page is calling Swerve a coward for going to his house. He calls him a waste of human life. Claims he's dumber now than he was two years ago when he got fired. Says he doesn't have an in him to be a world champion. He can't cut it, claiming he's not the man he thinks he is. That's the reason his fiance left him and the reason his kids left him. I'm like, we are, we are going there. Um, but but I'm I'm guessing after Hangman's history of of going off the cuff, this was probably pre-checked with Swerve. I don't think they want to go down that rabbit hole again. Yeah, so I'm guessing he's talking when he got fired from NXT, right? Yes, yes. And it, mm-hmm. and it, and it said he was released, fired, released, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then all I could find is the the guy's got three kids, but it has nothing to. It doesn't say anything about his spouses. So yeah, yeah. But uh, he's go back and forth. He said he's uh, uh, Prince Nana's just using him and making a, lot, a living off his back. He's getting weed from high school kids and then and hangman said he promises to beat nana's ass after he's done with them he's gotta he's gotta take his weed he calls swerve a child and it says he used to work with children for a long time taught him lessons um page says he's the judge jury and executioner this weekend points out that they couldn't touch each other but nothing was said about nana he begins unloading on nana in the ring swerve couldn't step in to help security came out but adam hangman page cleared house of security and swerve escaped up the ramp that was really well done tonight. I uh, okay. So he says he's gonna beat up Nana and steal his weed. <laughs> Nana flips about stealing his weed. <laughs> Can we talk about Swerve having to turn away because he was trying not to lose? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Man, I mean, just... I I don't know what I mean, and it could be, and I'm not judging, but I don't know what millennial cowboy smokes pot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a different I mean, time. I mean, it is a different time, and 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 it and it, and it could be. God damn it! This it, shit it, sucks. It, 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 <laughs> and what was the uh, crowd chant about weed? I couldn't really make it out. Was it? I steal couldn't your hear weed. Either. Yeah, I think it said yeah, that. I think, I that, think that, so. But... Classic. Oh man! The things you can say on AEW. Oh, it is unbelievable, isn't it? Next, well, that, did, saw- that just shows you. Hold on, that just shows you how old Nana is to still carry weed and not carry gummies nowadays. Oh yeah, exactly. Not, not, Nana's been around a lot longer than Hangman. <laughs> yes, he yeah. Because I saw a picture uh, over the weekend of Danielson versus Kamala with Nana as the ref. Well, Nana's and been I was around. Like, Good Lord. Early two thousands when ROH was ROH, was, yep. was getting going, yep. so he's he's been around since then. So uh, we then saw the Kingdom and Roderick Strong shown backstage. They call Adam Cole on the screen. Roderick says uh, MJF is one hundred percent the devil. Cole says that's not true. Questions if Strong's the devil, then hangs up. I'm finally starting to like Adam to shutting Roderick up. Mm-hmm. Because because if I hear that one more time. Um, Ah, 
Adam! And just, and, and actually, when I watch televisions out in my echoey barn here, it sounds even worse and it gets under my skin even worse. Like I'd rather hear nails on a chalkboard than hear that dumbass talk. So it, 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 I did enjoy a collision though. He wrestled on collision. He did just fine. And then puts a neck brace back on. So, yep. I, and then I mean, falls I, back into the wheelchair. I, I can appreciate the gimmick. Don't get me yes, wrong. I can appreciate just, it, but yeah. him just speaking is. Yeah. So, so Shep, which is more annoying, big bail or hearing Roddy yell. I, I hate them equally both. <laughs> I think I'm gonna call Big Bill uh Bill Big from now on. Bill Big. <laughs> I, I really want to know how much uh hold on. I really want to know the lack of sleep and how much caffeine Tony Khan had him in him when he came up with that dumbass idea. Okay. I, I think Tony Khan is a great mind, but there's a lot of dumb shit he does, and that was one of them. So, anyways. yeah, yep. Uh, we then got the lone women's match of the night, but they gave this match a decent amount of time. And, they and did. They, they had a slow start, a hot middle, and a shitty finish. Yes, yes. Sky blue against red velvet. Winner competes for the TBS championship against Chris Statlander. And, um, and, uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Julia Hart, that's her name, uh, at full gear for the TBS title on Saturday. And I don't think the, Result was ever in doubt. I think we all thought Sky Blue was going to win. But like you said, it was kind of a rocky start, but got real hot in the middle. And then the finish, Sky Blue's code blue was not smooth at all at the end. No. 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 And part of me wants to say that's still red velvet shaking off the ring rust. But I, I don't know, because she's hit it a lot here lately, and it's not looked like that. Maybe no, it was it just was... a slip up. Maybe it was yeah. something that else happened. Maybe she was just. Pissed at Red Velvet yeah. for all we know. There's just a little hesitation there. It just wasn't very smooth. And I have to, I'd have to go back and rewatch to see who that move is more on. Right. Is, is it more on Sky or, or Velvet? I, I I didn't go back and rewatch. Right, it, so. right. And, uh, just, I did like. Just, I, I thought her gear was cool. The Scooby Doo inspired gear tonight. Maybe she's been wearing that. She's, I, she's I been wearing that for a while. Wearing, yeah, yeah okay. she's been wearing that. So. Okay. But uh, good stuff. And yeah, I like it. Triple Threat. That storyline's been good. So. Triple threat for TBS title. I, I can get on board with that. We then saw a video package for Miro and uh, Daniel Garcia's match uh, coming up on Collision on Friday. Special Friday start for Collision. And he talks about CJ Perry bringing the worst out of him. I don't know. This Redeemer gimmick. I like I like, I like. like his character. It's just this whole storyline of CJ Perry is very confusing to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's got Andrade now. It's it's just odd. I don't know. So I I was flipping through uh, because I was going to try to find the finish of that women's match and send it to you, Shep. Um, I'm hoping this is just the internet being the internet. Otherwise, uh, we're going to see Roosh take on Dax Hardwood at Collision. I don't know if that was the actual graphic. I didn't catch it, but it's on Twitter. I saw it. Um, well, I saw the match be announced, but I did not obviously read the names. But that'd be hilarious if it was. It's not the first time. I got I got one of them over here. The first uh, first uh, Dax figure that AW release says Hardwood, not Hardwood. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's in a couple different yep. photos. Yep, I mean, I, 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 I found like that. 
I mean, with a with a mustache like that, you should change your fucking name, right? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's been mistaken for him all his life. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is he going to come out to since he's got the stash? Is he going to come out to you know cheap cheesy '70s porno music? Well, you know, I, I I would I would say something about Blue Chew since most professional wrestling podcasts are have Blue Chew sponsor, but no free ads, no free ads, nope, nope, no free ads, not doing it, nope. Nope. Uh, anyways, uh, ne- the next segment, uh, we saw Mariah May, the new AEW signee of last week. She was showing with uh, RJ City trying to get into Tony Storm's locker, but um, Luther w- wouldn't let her in. And then he finally does. And she tells Tony Storm she's a huge fan, but Tony says she isn't signing autographs. May tells Storm she'll do whatever she needs while Storm let Luther know that she wants a tuna match booked for Friday. Which is Emory, Emory Sakura. All right, I did yeah. like the black and white to color, black and white to color. That was, that was yeah. Cool. But, uh, but speaking of Lutha, we had a comment on YouTube, and I'm going to bring it up so I can get the guy's name correctly. But he wanted to know he's this guy watches every week. He wanted to know why we are so hard on Luther, why we don't enjoy Luther's work. It's not that we don't enjoy it per se. Um, I think it goes back more to when he had the weird little makeup on his forehead. Um, yeah, but there's a there's a line around it too, or something. I don't remember. And, and his work with Brandy is where my dislike for him comes. Yeah, it's uh, T T G Y. Is his name on YouTube? So thank you, TGY. For me, it's just they made a whole big deal about him when he was the member of the Nightmare Collective that never went anywhere, and it just was like fell flat. I feel like nobody knew who he was, and he's just Jericho's buddy, pretty much. Yep. Thoughts? He he was pretty much saying Serpentico and Luther were way more entertaining than a lot of teams. That that's that was pretty much the point he was making. Serpentico is a hell of an athlete. Yes. I'll give him that. Uh, I feel like Luther came in because he's Jericho's buddy. Um, And I did not watch Elevation and Dark very regularly, which I feel like that's where they featured him on. So he wasn't my cup of tea. And that's me being as nice as I can because I really wanted to say, TGY, uh, uh, are you Ray Charles? (laughs) <laughs> okay I'm, I'm sure he'll give you a comment uh the guy was the shits on dynamite and and when we did see him now this little gick gimmick he's got going on with tony storm it might fit him and he, and he might he, he it might work because i think tony storm is super entertaining and this new gimmick she has i think is pretty darn good yeah uh, so if he plays his cards right, he can he can get a little rub off of this and and get a little exposure. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the best thing that's happened to him since he's been in AEW. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, speaking of Serpentico, Samoa Joe has squash masks tonight against a guy named John Cruz, aka Serpentico without the mask. So um, he tried to kick Samoa Joe, end up being dropped by a big boot. Joe hits a series of jabs, then Enzigiri. Uh, Cruz tried to jump from top rope, but Joe avoided quickly, made him submit. 
So pretty quick squash match after the match. Uh, Joe extended his offer of friendship to MGF, but warns him that time is limited. He says that he is inevitable, whether MGF has his friendship or not. And the dude gave him the WTF as he jumped off the rope. He's like, yep. yep. That, that was awesome. <laughs> yep. That was awesome. Even, even, even John crew or whatever his name is Cruz. when he did the dive, like he turned his head and said, what the hell? Yeah, like like he I played it, it up well, and, and I and and it's funny that I, I did not realize that was Serpentico without a mask until you just said it. Yeah, um, yeah. But I noticed I'm like, man, this jobber. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I think it's great. Like, what the hell? Like, I thought this jobber had like really good expressions and and yeah. everything, so it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense that he's not really a jobber. Well, he's a jobber. But. So you guys think uh, Joe teams up with MJF on Saturday? Uh, Unless it's a super surprise that Tony Khan wants to debut on Zero, or it's got to be Joe. Well, 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 while we're talking about surprises and Tony Khan, Tony Khan uh, tweeted out today, and I'm going to bring up the exact tweet because I don't want to, I don't want to read it wrong. Um, before we talk about the Young Bucks match here, um, well, while you do that, um, for all those questioning it still, uh, her fightful punk is not the devil. Yes. yes, and I, and, uh, I do not have the subscription to that like Tanner does, but uh, apparently uh, SRS Sonraj Sean Ross Sap, there we go, said that uh, they've got the the inside story for the. Yeah, he, he pretty much said if, if it's punk, then everybody's gonna be shocked because then they've got work themselves. He also said, to his knowledge, is not Britt Baker either. So, but and he said whoever's behind the mask and in the the uh, stooges with them, not stooges, that's not the right word, but the attackers with them are who are, they're supposed to be revealed. So unlike uh, Redemption when or whatever that, that was called during the COVID when the WWE did, they had different people in the mask one mm-hmm. week and really were. So, um, no. Um, but Kota Ibushi is all elite. That was tweeted out tonight by, by Tony Khan. Uh, but the tweet I was referring to is he tweeted out five hours ago, AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. They'll come to LA to sign their contract this Saturday on pay-per-view at full gear. Any, any guesses? I don't know if it's time yet. Ziggler. Ziggler's too early. Okay. He still got All right. 20 some days, maybe mm-hmm. 30 some days. Cause you got, you got a 90 day, right? Correct. So yeah, he's, he's still a month out. Osprey's still, his contract doesn't expire till. I, I think it's him though. I think it's, I think they've worked something out. Cause he's going to work for both companies. It, it's the best of both worlds for him. Um, Cause same thing with Mercedes. If it's her, she, her contract's up early next year too. But like I said, those two make sense to me because of the working relationship. Tony could have worked something out to get him out of their contract a little early. Yeah, he yeah. might have. I hope it's Osprey. Let's put it that way. In the way yeah. you worded it, like who AEW fans respect, makes me think, and they're familiar with, makes me think it's somebody that's already worked in. AW, which Mercedes technically hasn't. She's been shown on TV, but at, at all in. But it's Tyrus. No, oh, I'm done. <laughs> if it's Tyrus. You guys have the podcast. I'm done. Nope. I'm done. If it's Tyrus, Shep is running this thing solo. You better build a new crew, Shep. 
I was gonna say if it's Goldberg, then I quit too. So oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm right there. I'll be running it solo if it's if it's if it's William Goldberg. Um, but uh, we got Neil Goldberg. We got a we got a fun tag match tonight. Young Bucks versus Penta and Commander. We know the great chemistry between the Bucks and the Lucha Bros. I thought Commander filling in for Phoenix didn't miss a, miss a beat tonight. I thought this was this was a very entertaining match. It was. Um, I still like I like Phoenix better. I do too. I do too. Yeah. But I thought yeah. I know he's still is he still working on visa issues? He's gotta be, unless he's banged I up again. So. But in the end, the uh, the Bucks get the win in their backyard. Um, but but it was interesting. Nick Jackson hit uh, a double O blow behind the official's back, and then a Judas effect, sending a warning to Chris Jericho. And then they followed up with a BTE trigger. So we see some heelish Bucks action, and they got booed a little bit right in their backyard tonight. Mm-hmm. I like and, it. And in the backstage interview, that was more of a heelish buck. Yes. Um, yes. They got interviewed backstage. Omega confronts them, asks them, is that who they want to be? Omega asks if they can keep it clean at the pay-per-view. Um, and they say their heat is with Jericho, not him. Jericho then appears, and they argue that Matt attacks Jericho from behind, and Nick gets in on it as well. So The best part was – the key, the uh, security guard with dreadlocks is trying to hold Chris Jericho back, and Jericho basically puts his hand on his forehead and shoves him down. Like, kid, I'm Chris Jericho. Yep. I thought that was the best part of the segment. So. Yep. Yep. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. And, I, and I've seen the IWC crap on this match a lot because it seems like a lot of people are over Jericho. Jericho hadn't bothered me. I think he's putting talent over more in 2023 than he ever has. So he's not bothered me, but, mm-hmm. but I get, I, I can see why some people are tired of him. Well, you know what though? His match, his match with Takeshna and DD, DDT, it was, it was a good match. The guy can go for his age. Mm-hmm. It, is he as good as he was 10, 15 years ago? No, but I mean, that's common sense, but the guy can still put on a really good match. And he did with Takeshna and, and DDT. It was, it, yep. it was great. They went, they went, they put him they over. Went like, didn't put him over. They, yeah, but they went like 33 minutes. Yeah. He, he didn't put him over in, in Takeshna's home promotion, but Jericho's already put him over in Jericho's home promotion. Right. Right. So it, it, it works. It works. People people need to – internet sucks. People suck. Well, the internet ran wild with this next match, the Like a Dragon Street Fight, sponsored by Sega, which is Powerhouse Hobbs, Kyle Fletcher – uh, Konosuke Takeshka and Brian Cage of the Donkhouse family versus Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Paul Paul, Paul White. Uh, this match was, and, and I'm going to skip over before this match happened. The, gu- the guns, the guns had a squash match. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to skip over that. I'm not even going to talk about uh, it. The pretty Peter Avalon and uh, that one guy who fills in when the Bucks need uh, and the guy who was uh, standing. Who, he was Leatherface that one yes. night. So and uh, and he was a creepy stalker on BTE yeah, at one point. I mean, yeah, yeah, can't ever remember the guy's name. But this street fight was chaotic. It was all over the place. We saw tables get broken. We saw Kyle Fletcher go off the ramp, choke slam off the ramp into a table. His head smacked the table. He also had a huge hand yeah. ramp from a from a slap. Uh, we we saw. Um, <sighs> Uh, we saw Kota Ibushi on a bike hitting people with pipes, and then he's Brian got Cage the bicycle. Laid him out. Brian Cage was laying people out all over the place. We saw 
as we talked about at the start of the pod, we saw um, Will Hobbs suplex Paul White off the trailer onto a car, real nasty. Never saw Paul the rest of the match. Which I was thinking, I thought the ending was setting up for Paul to come back in, but he never did. I don't know if that was planned. Yeah, or not. It's because he's they dead. Kept catching the the ramp in view, so you kept wanting to look that way. Yeah, there was just it was chaos all over the place. I mean, we had that one spot with Cage doing a suplex to Omega from the top to the turnbuckle through the table. That was nasty. Um, a lot of crazy. I don't know how he did, didn't did, die. Did, did you talk about how Paul White split Fletcher's head open with yep. not hitting the table correctly? Yep, he smacked the one table, went through the other. Yeah, I, I was making yeah. a drink. I figured yep. it was a good yep. time. To and make he had the he had a big old handprint on him too from the slap. Mm-hmm. Uh, a chop, but uh, we talked about Abushi going down on the bicycle, hitting people with the pipes until Brian Cage laid him out, broke him in half pretty much. Th- those pipe shots were about as hard as Hogan's chair. Shot. I was thinking the same thing when he was doing it. The so same dumb. thing. The same Taz thing. with the uh, Wicked Witch of the West theme going on there at the very end of that. That was the best part of that. Yep. And then uh, in the end, uh, Hobbs was looking like a beast, so they finally taped him up. Even taped his mouth shut. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if you're that effing strong, you can get out of the thing. Duct tape is not going to hold you. Yeah, especially when it's loose. I mean, they should have. I mean, the only way they should have done this correctly is if they would have used handcuffs. Okay, but they chose duct tape, which obviously doesn't stick to sweaty skin. No. Uh, as they show that around his, his when they try to duct tape his mouth, but it was just as bad as his hands. Like, come on, you're building this guy to be an absolute beast. He just body slammed Paul White onto a car um, with no assistance, and he can't get out of some damn duct tape. It just... Yeah. This is, this is the stuff about AEW that just pisses me off this is the stuff that jim Cornette is gonna have a feast with oh he will on his podcast this stuff he will just magnify and and bury AEW as much as he can and Mm -hmm. as much as i like AEW, uh, this is the stuff that just gets under my skin like come on you guys can be so much better you had chris jericho you had kenny omega you had abushi and this is the product we got you had three of the greatest wrestlers that I might ever see in my lifetime. And this is what you're going to put on national television. Come on, man. Yep. Yep. That's about as PG as a rant as I can give. Yeah, it was, it was something. It was something in the end. We saw Omega hit cage with a knee strike. Jericho hit him with a bat. Then Omega followed up with a V trigger and one winged angel. So Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Kota Ibushi, and tall Paul White are victorious, but Paul was nowhere to be seen. So he did not get his par, but his uh, his arm raised, and and with Brian R.I.P. Cage, yeah, R.I.P. Paul White, you you're done. Um, you notice the Don Callis family didn't take the pin here. Nope, and, no. and Callis says Cage is dead to him, pretty much. So yeah, and and, yep. and thoughts with Samuel Guevara. I mean, I know he's him and his wife are gonna have a baby soon, but he's still not cleared. No, he's got no. some serious concussion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you call Maybe he needs symptoms. to stop doing 450 splashes off of, you know, 25-foot ladders to the uh, floor from mm-hmm. the middle of the ring. Hmm. 
And then we closed the show tonight with a promo from MJF or a segment from MJF. We knew he was going to come out and talk. Um, he apologized to the claim. He says he hopes they feel better. All he wanted to do was be a world champ. He spent his life making that reality. He's done that. However, the air at the top of the mountain is thin. He's seeing people climbing to shove him off the top. He admits he's afraid. He's afraid he could lose everything in blink of an eye, but he's afraid he would let the fans down. He's afraid he's not willing. He is afraid, but he's not willing to quit. He's not willing to give up his spot. They'd best send an army to get his ass to come down from the mountain. He doesn't think anybody can take him down. He's better than you, and you know it. He also says that whoever stole his mask, you'll find out who they are, and there will be hell to pay. Jay White then appears, says MJF is embarrassing himself, claiming that MJF is the villain, and he always has been. He points out that MJF has told us time again he is the devil, and he's not the people's hero. He then says the fans mean nothing to MJF because he hasn't changed. White claims MJF knows he is speaking the truth right now and that MJF knows his days are numbered. The rest of the Bullet Club, Gold, appear, try to jump MJF, but MJF's taking it to him. But then he uh, decides to brag to the fans, turns around, Juice Robinson hits him in the face with the ring, and then the uh, faction takes control. Switchblade hits him with a blade runner and stands over the uh, body holding the championship up as we go off the air. Okay, so real quick, uh, the only thing that would have – I got to go back to the street fight real quick because I was going to say this, and then we got distracted and moved on. The only thing that would have made that street fight halfway tolerable, JR on commentary, just so we could hear him say, oh, my God, he's dead. My God, he's broken in half. God is my witness. Well, I mean, he's, he might commentary he about that. <laughs> yeah, that was – uh, between Fletcher, Omega, and Paul White, those spots, JR rambling off about it would have just been perfect. I'm 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 curious to listen, and I will listen tomorrow. Um, I haven't listened in a while. I haven't listened in a while, but I, I'm curious to see what uh, Busted Open has to say uh, about Paul White. Um, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer, and and, and they have, um, they have uh, Mark Henry on there, mm-hmm. who is obviously an, an AEW guy. So, and, and and I'm shocked we haven't seen a a Mark Henry segment in the in ring segment, um, but I have a feeling they're going to say the same thing I said tonight, but they're going to be more politically correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll mm-hmm. be interesting. The, their podcast will be up tomorrow morning. Bully Ray does a. Live show uh, after dark, so busted open after dark, right after dynamite. So and, and bully Ray can be very very harsh. Oh yes, oh yes, mm-hmm. oh yes. Mm-hmm. So, well, with all that said, guys, uh, what is your? Uh, oh, let's go with wrestler of the night. Wrestler of the night. Who is your wrestler? Wrestler of the night. Of the night. Go ahead, Paul. Come on, tall Paul. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm short compared to that guy. Short Paul. Yeah, short Paul. No, don't change it, Tanner. I'm watching. No, I'm not messing with it tonight. (laughs) Uh, Man. I'm just going to go Samoa Joe. I love watching him in his squash matches. And I love the fact that he brought back the step away as somebody jumps off the top rope or off the corner or somewhere. Good one. I, uh, I'm going uh, Hook. Uh, this is the most in-ring work we've seen Hook do, and I really think this kid's got a 
stupid amount of potential um, and was thoroughly entertained by him and Wheeler Yuta tonight, too. So Yuta was up there with me as well. I'm going to go with Commander tonight, uh, being thrown in there with Penta instead of Phoenix. I mean, he's no Ray Phoenix, but I don't think he's that far off either. I thought the chemistry was pretty darn good between him and Pinta mm-hmm. against the Bucks, and that's my type of match. So I like the high, high flying athletics, athleticism. So, Commander, I don't think I've ever picked him either. So, all right, rating for tonight's show: the go home uh-huh. show for full gear. Which I did mm-hmm. not think it. There, there was only like two segments that really built full gear. One of them was the Swerve and Hangman segment. Then we got the MGF segment mm-hmm. at the end. But other than that, we really did not build towards this. This table. was nothing like. Remember, Shep? I think I think last month it was just you and I on the podcast after the Go Home Show for Wrestle Dream, and we're like, "That's the best Go Home Show AEW's ever done." But tonight, yeah. tonight kind of fell flat. Yeah. No, um, I mean, yeah. Uh, I'll go first, Paul. I'll go first, Paul. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. And I know you guys give it, give it a little high, get a little higher score, but uh, I I almost dipped down into the fives, but I didn't. I'm going six point one. Six one. Uh, I'm not. I'm not much off from you there. Uh, I'm at six three. Well, we're all in the sixes tonight, Bob. Let's imagine this. I'm the high guy. Uh, I went six eight tonight. So, okay. so but yeah, six is pretty low for me. So they didn't know. deserve it. Well, I was hoping you didn't do this. They didn't deserve a six point nine because it's a legendary number, and they didn't. I thought about it, but uh, the street fight itself just uh, took that away. So, yeah. So, yep. <laughs> Want to want to kick a fat kid and call they, they they better have got a fat paycheck for that match. From Sega, I'm or sure the, they did. What's the old Theo Vaughn thing? I want to kick a fat kid at Kmart. <laughs> I wanted to tonight so bad. Well, uh, now it's the fun part of the podcast uh, where we do our predictions and our confident points for the pay per view. This one is for full gear. So, how it works as of right now, we have nine matches. So, we will put our nine point value on the match we're most confident in, one point ma- value on the match we're least confident in. Each match has a unique Number to it, you can only use the number one time. So um, I am the reigning defending KOP predictions champion, even though I do not have the title with me right now. Where's My that? Anyone. Where's that? <laughs> I am going to get it after I'm victorious and retaining it on Saturday. I'm going to make sure I get it. Um, Buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> it might come to that, Paul. It might come to that. Oh, I mean, I, I went cheap when we did this because it was just <laughs> you and I. It, it's got our names on it. I think it's time for a new it, one it might now be. that we've it might got be. Shep. It might be. It might I found be. some really cool ones. Again, check out undisputedbelts.com. No free ads, provided but check them out. The KO, yeah, well, they provided the KOP belt, so they kind of get free advertisement. There, are, are they the ones that uh, Dax Hardwood was promoting as well? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't remember. Because he had a little promotion going on yeah. when, when he did his short podcasting mm-hmm. career, and then he got way too much effing heat on him yep. for being too real, which is yep. bullshit. But whatever. Hopefully, um, he picks it back up one of these days. But he, oh, they so were doing cool. a limited edition belt, and I can't remember the the company he was doing it through. So, but we'll start with the zero hour match, which is for the ROH tag titles, MGF and to be announced versus the Guns. 
Tanner, you're the champion. You go first. Well, I am taking MJF and to be announced, which I think will be Samoa Joe for four confident points. I'm just here to be wrong, but uh, I'm going MJF and himself uh, for seven points. I'm joining the crew. I'm going MJF and to be determined for six. All right. I'm the low man there. International title, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley, two. This, uh, this uh, journey for the international title has been interesting, to say the least, the last couple of months. So we talked about it earlier, or in the themes of two tonight, and I, the, the main two is, is Hangman and, and Swerve, and that story is getting very personal, and I think they're doing a really, really, really good job with it. So I think we'll get it extended, meaning I think Hangman. Rubber match. Over. Yeah, we'll yeah. get a rubber match. So I don't think we're going to get two rubber matches, so I'm going John Moxley four points. Paul, man, I am almost right there with you. Um, I was thinking Orange Cassidy all the way up until tonight and the match and everything after the match swayed me over to Moxley for five. It swayed me the other way. I had Moxley ready, and now it makes me think that Orange Cassidy can't afford to lose. I'm taking Orange Cassidy for three. But it's it's a real toss up. It was a tough one. It was a tough one. I'm surprised I have two others it is. underneath that one. So, how about the TBS championship? Chris Statlander, Julia Hart, and Sky Blue triple threat. Paul, lead us off on this one. Hmm. All right. So, I think we're gonna see the story between Julia and Sky Blue continue to play out in this. I I'm a Statlander fan through and through. I've said Statlander for every other time. I'm going sky blue this time for one point. This was a tough one to choose, um, but the way the crowd's pushing sky, it's time to give her something at least. Even if it's a a two-week run. Uh, I I think sky blue is an up and comer. And I think they got a lot with her. I don't think it's her time right now. I'm just going Statlander for five. I think this is a KOP first where we have a triple threat and we all three pick somebody different. I'm taking Julia Hart for six. I think she's a a talent. The crowd really likes. And when that happens, Tony likes to, likes to get a title on somebody. So I had it until, um, last week because we knew sky blue was going to end up in this but when sky stepped out from behind statlander that's when my thought process kind of went to sky that match is probably gonna make or break this this whole thing so and it always comes down to women's always it always comes down to women's always and there's no jade for me to fall on like there was last year every time no she's too busy working at the performance center today yeah she's still oh no oh no record over there well i mean i it broke wrestling Twitter today that she was at the performance center. Well, yeah, she's going to go work out dumbasses. Yeah. 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 Who cares? Yeah. Sorry. It, yeah. It, nope. It pissed me off today. Oh, uh, there was a few things on the internet that pissed me off today. So I'm, right I, I've been very irritable this week. So stupid stuff like that from stupid people just pissed me off. 
People suck. And that is why I avoid the internet wrestling community. Yeah. Smart man. Um, well, there's not, not a lot of... Not, sorry to interrupt, Tanner. Yeah, you're but, fine. Hey, let's be honest, guys. When you go take a shit, what else are you going to do? You're going to look on Twitter, and you're going to look on wrestling. I mean, what else are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. We, it's it, the, the days of the magazine when you're on the shitter or reading the newspaper are gone. <laughs> Hell, our town doesn't even have a damn newspaper anymore, so you can't read the damn newspaper on the shitter, so you got to read Twitter. So, damn it, that's what you're going to do. FultonCountyPost.com. There you go, Shep. <laughs> Again, it's it's not a paper. It's on the internet. Digital. Okay. Well, in that point, go go find uh, the veteran Jack Vaughn and watch his stuff. He is absolutely hilarious, and his big thing is hashtag ban the super kick. Well, he, or, no, that was he. Did, he didn't like the the thigh slap. Right? He he makes so much fun of the thigh slap. It's not even funny. <laughs> well, speaking of us. Uh, thigh slaps and super kicks uh how about the young bucks versus the golden jets and this the the, the elite matches always kill me they always kill me one way or the other in these i i love that uh was it nick jackson earlier week like somebody asked him why they're doing this he's like because we want to get booked on the show like, yeah was either this or we're not on the show it's either this or we're not going to be on the show yep but there's a there's a little bit of a uh uh God, what do I want to say here? Help me out. Uh, a stipulation to the match. Yes. Because if if Omega and Jericho win, they take the number one mm-hmm. contenders uh, or the, the title shot right. uh, for the tag team championships away from the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a little bit of a little bit of a. a and know, if the Bucks parrot. win, the Golden Jets can't be a team anymore. So there you go. Yep. Yep. All right, well, I'll go first. I got the Bucks for three points. Oh, damn you, Shep. Uh, now, I'm going to explain this, and it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, oh, but boy. it is for three points, so that's on you, Shep. Um, I was all for the Golden Jets winning this thing earlier today until... The graphic for all in pre-sale came up because if you look at that graphic, it is divided faces and heels. Omega's on the heel side. Jericho's on the face side. I don't know why, but that just makes me think, all right, the Bucks are going heel. Kenny will follow eventually. And then Kenny dropping a new shirt today that kind of little bit uh, different for Kenny style shirt. So I went the young bucks three points. Well, we are different here. I went golden jets for one. Um, I don't really know why. I mean, they got a new shirt on shop aw.com. And I just think there's more to this chair. I think, I think they eventually will have a rivalry again, Jericho and Omega. I think they got to be partners for a little bit. So. I, I don't see them. The, the big thing is the, the tag titles because I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't see them taking that chance away from the Bucks. Um, there's there's too much positive uh, things going on with the Bucks towards the tag titles right now. That I think we're we're due for a, a Bucks tag title run here shortly. 
Yeah, the tag team division's so hard to predict right now. Um, speaking of the tag team titles, on the line, four teams, LFI, House of Black, FTR, and Big Bill, and Ricky Starks. And this has got no buildup at all. No. It's it's three teams um, have tension, and then there's the, the champs. Yeah. And it, it's been one of those collision rampage type of feuds, if you ask me, between these guys. Because um, my introduction to the fact that this match was even happening came at collision. I mean, I knew it was happening, but seeing... Everybody who was involved happened at Collision when uh, Starks and Bill said, oh, yeah, we're not going to even look at those guys, let alone wrestle them. Yeah. But uh, I went Kings of the Black Throne for two. House of Black, Kings of Black Throne, whichever way you want to go. Okay. Uh, Austin pick his boys. I went FTR for one. At least you kept it low. Well, here, here, the only the only hope I got is we we know we're going to get an FTR versus Bucks at some point, mm. and if if the Bucks beat the Golden Jets and keep their number one or their title shot, it's got to be against FTR. So, and and hopefully we can get, I don't know, God, get you know actually here here here's a here's a pipe dream. Let's have the AEW tag team titles defended or represented January 4th Wrestle at the Tokyo Dome at Wrestle Kingdom. Let's have the Bucks versus FTR for the AEW titles. That is that, a pipe dream. That is a pipe dream that could happen. Good. Because Tony Good. Khan doesn't sleep, drinks a lot of coffee, and that's it. <laughs> well, I think I think we can agree the one team that's probably not going to win this is LFI. So right. once again, we all differ. I'm taking Ricky Starks and Big Bill to defend their titles for two points. All right. I just can't. I I will never pick. I will I never pick. I will never pick Big Bill. Never. I know you won't. Never. I know never. you won't. Texas Death Match: Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland two. All right, this this is gonna yep. go to gonna go to rubber match. I got sorry, sorry, Paul. I interrupted. No, I was just gonna say you kind oh. of uh, have been talking yeah. about this all night, so lead us off. I got I got Hangman Page for eight. Oh, all right, very confident. I went Hangman for four. I went Hangman for seven. So we're all kind of wow. on the same line there. Um. Uh. uh Three-on-three tag match, trios tag match, Sting, Darby, and Adam Copeland making his AEW pay-per-view in-ring debut versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. I think we're all on the same page here. Sting doesn't lose. Copeland's not going to lose. Copeland is not going to lose in his debut. Yeah. How many uh, Sheppy cut out on my end? How many points? Oh, sorry, I got. He cut out again. <laughs> it, it looks like he said seven. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I went nine for Sting, Darby, and Copeland. 
I went nine as well. No way Sting's going to lose his first match at this point, and, and Adam's not losing his first in-ring pay-per-view match either. So, And you didn't mention um, those three are accompanied a Rick Flair. Woo! Yeah, maybe I purposely forgot that. <laughs> Um, hey, he, he can he can take a bump. No, no. he's no. been cleared. He can medically no. take no. a bump. No, I'm I don't want to see anybody dying. I'm just saying he can take a can bump, guys. Okay, fine. He can take a bump. Let him take a spear from Tanner's um, Goldberg. No, nope, let him that? let him take the suplex off the trailer onto the car. <laughs> no, actually, don't. He literally would die. Like he might die. He might die. L- luckily, <laughs> luckily, Paul White has some broad shoulders yeah. that maybe took some bump that didn't snap his neck in two. Yeah, yeah. So, two more matches here: the AW Women's Title, Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm. Timeless Tony Storm. Mm. Um, I went timeless Tony Storm for six. Ooh, that's a that's a big one, Paul. I went Tony Storm for two. I went Tony Storm for five. So feel bad for Sheeta. Another short reign, but Tony Storm's hot with the crowd. Tony likes them. So. And in the main event. Main event time. AEW World Title MJF versus Jay White. Well, that's the only one I haven't picked yet, guys. It ain't happening. I got MGF for nine. I got MJF for eight. I got MJF for eight as well. It's not his time to lose it just yet. No, no. And and, and as good as Jay White is, Jay White is not a guy to take that belt off of him. Right. You've got two other opponents already set up for MJF. So, yeah. And, 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 and world's ends right in his backyard in Long Island. Yep. At the end of the year. So, so, Yep. yep. Just That's why as- Samoa Joe is his partner makes sense. They then have the match at World's End. Oh, look, MJF goes into 2024 for the bidding war as champion. Or Joe takes it off him. And, I'm not showing my cards yet. And actually, MJF came out this week on a podcast and said, look, it all comes down to the money. MJ- AEW has been great to me. They've been this, this, and this. But let's be real. It all comes down to the money. Yep. Now, whether people think he's already signed and he's still just playing the gimmick, it, I, to me, is 50 50. Um, but he's going to play gonna, He's going to play that up. What are you going to do if the contract signing Saturday is MJF? <laughs> what if Tony Khan leads us on? That'd be pretty badass. Sat- Saturday, Actually, it is MJF. So here's that. Here's that could work. You're you're right, Paul. You usually the shit you think of is crazy, but that might work. <laughs> if if we don't have an announcement before the main event, MJF wins the main event. Tony come Tony Khan comes down with a contract and signs it. That could work, Paul. Not it could. Not, not a bad idea. I mean, and then, and then the crowd obviously pops big when he says, "Hey, we're we're signing for a five year, three year, four year, whatever uh, contract." Well, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good pay per view, like always. And uh, and and here's another thing I want to see: 
where we're talking about pipe dreams. I want to see MJF wrestle January fourth at Tokyo Dome. You're all about Tokyo Dome. I, it's 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 an it's a magical show. So far, he gets up at like two a.m. to watch this thing. That's true. That's true. Last year, I got up at three, and I remember telling the wife, "Like, hey, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna watch this." She's like, "That's fine." I put a pile of laundry in front of the television. You need to fold the shit. So she came down at like six something, and I had all this laundry folded. And she's like, "Oh, you were serious?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I'm watching. I'm watching Wrestle Kingdom." She goes. You're an idiot. Whatever. You That's marry all right. me. You marry me. We have me. fun. We have yeah. fun. So, and it might have been the only wrestling show Shep made it through without a drink. I had to go to work that day. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I, as much as I, I, and I do love my Bloody Marys. I can only have, you know, a little bit of Bloody Marys, but I do love them. I love champagne and orange juice, little mimosas. I'm, I, I'm not white girl wasted, but I can't, I, I like them. <laughs> But I was going to work that day because it's on a it's on a Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday or Wednesday? Sounds right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because the f- New Year's Eve's a Sunday, so it must be like a Thursday. Whatever, I'll have to go to work. It but, is a Thursday. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely get up and watch it and not have a Bloody Mary, or yeah. maybe I will and just call in sick. <laughs> there you go. So. We didn't hear anything. No. Well, boys, I got to bounce. So if you guys are going to talk about any, anything else, I am, I am signing off right now. But uh, good luck, All right. full gear, well, and I'm I'm looking forward to having that belt around my shoulder next week. I'm just glad yeah. the belt's already in Rochester, and I can just bring it back over here. Yeah, we will see. It's going to come down to like two matches. So we yeah, but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, take it easy, Tanner, and yep. we'll talk soon. See you guys. All right, Shep, with uh, him out of the way, now we can conspire against him. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here on a Wednesday night? Uh, I, Did you watch any of the Cody stuff this week? I did not. So, so uh, do we want to hit the magical twanger that makes some noise from Cody? Yeah. I like so, what do you guys want to talk about? There we go. What do you want to talk about, Shep? So, so Cody had a Cody and uh, Jay had a uh, tag team title rematch against the Judgment Day um, for the titles, um, and. Drew McIntyre got involved and, and cost them the mm-hmm. title. Okay. And and when this whole war games thing started, I said, I think I text you guys, isn't war games normally five guys? Mm-hmm. And everybody said, Yeah. But they were they were just going on with four. But all of a sudden, here comes Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre is gonna be the fifth guy for the judgment day. And now we're gonna have a uh mystery opponent or a mystery uh partner for team yes. Cody. Um, and we kind of know who it is, or we kind of have a good guess and we're all going with the one and only Randy Orton. Yeah. That would be a big pop. So my question is, this gets us through survivor series. Okay. And then after survivor series, 
we officially go into WrestleMania season, right? With the Rumble. So yeah. how how do we transition Cody to be in a predominant role to go into WrestleMania 40 and Philadelphia? Oh, that's interesting. Um I, I, he's, we, we, he's already won the Rumble, so I don't think that's the case. He, I don't think he needs to win the Rumble again. No, but I'm still going with the he needs to lose matches leading up to the pay-per-view before Mania. And then he comes out the next night on Raw and says, I know I'm not doing very good here, but I want one more shot at Roman Reigns for that title. And Roman goes, look, you can't win at a pay-per-view. I'll gladly take you on. No problem. Will it happen? Probably not. But I think that would be the way to do it. It'd really get the fans behind Cody. Um, because 90% of them say Cody's going to win at Mania anyway. Well, well, here's what I don't want to see. You know, we saw this week him and Seth Rollins said, look. We don't like each other, but we can agree on, on one night against the Judgment Day. Okay. I don't want to see a Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins at, at Rumble and Cody lose to Seth. Right. For the, what do they call it now? The WWE Championship or World Championship? The World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, Big gold I, belt with a WWE and smack dab in the middle of it and the eagle. I, I don't want to see that. Um, I don't either. But coming out of Survivor Series, I don't honestly, I don't understand how we can or how we I'm not fucking Uncle Vince, but I don't understand how WWE could elevate, keep Cody elevated um, all the way till April to to this WrestleMania. Um he came out Cody came out this week and said, "Hey, if Rock's involved, whatever. I don't care. I'm still Cody Rhodes." I thought that was pretty pretty good from him, but I I still don't see the future that WWE can you know, path out for him. I don't know. Right. Because if if he doesn't if seriously if he doesn't win the belt at WrestleMania 40 then we're, we will never talk about Cody Rhodes on this podcast ever again unless he comes back no. to AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe he, Cody's the signee on Saturday. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm surprised that the IWC hasn't gone. Oh, Cody's coming back to AEW cuz he can't get it done in WWE. I don't think, honestly, I don't think we'll ever see Cody Rhodes in AEW ever again. No, 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 no. So, you, you know, how do we elevate him? That's why I said keeping him elevated from November 25th or whatever it is, the big CM Punk night um, to April is just really hard unless you just cram Cody Rhodes down everybody's throat. Well, they did that with Roman. They turned on Roman quick as shit. So that's why I say you just need to let the dude lose up until fast lane or whatever it is. 
I mean, and, and, and maybe you have him lose, put him in Rumble, and maybe you have him lose, you know, in the last two or three guys, and then he earns it back at Elimination Chamber because that's, that's you know, that's the big pay-per-view uh, in between. Um, man, I don't know. He's hot right now, but also I, I noticed – he had a really good pop, but Jay Uso has a really good pop right now with the fans. And I don't know how much of it is uh, audio feed from WWE because that's what they're famous for. Uh, especially right now. Especially right now. But I thought Uso's pop was bigger than Cody's on Monday night. And I just watched the one segment. Um, but you know, Jay Uso, you know, he's got the he's got the merch now with the the shirt that says Yeet on it, and he had everybody you know screaming that. And so I don't know. That's just my two cents on that. I I, I still think Cody in my heart, I still want Cody to to win at WrestleMania 40. So so let me ask you this then, Shep. The winner of the Rumble gets a Mania match. Correct. Who do you have win the Rumble? And do they go night one against Roman and then Cody takes night two? Or do you have the biggest swerve in history and somebody wants to take on like Logan Paul for the U.S. title? Or Seth Rollins, I guess. We we do have Rollins' belt now, so I guess they can challenge him instead. Yeah, you could have Seth Rollins main event one night for the heavyweight championship and then Roman for the universal championship or whatever the hell you call it. Um the if you want to if you want to throw a swerve in it, uh at number 27 or 8, you have the Rock enter and win. Okay? And the Rock wins night 1 in Philly and then Cody goes over night 2. Because because as big as Roman Reigns is, he, he's big right now, right? We can all agree. Yeah. Rock is bigger. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you want to give Cody the rocket up the rear end, it'd be a bigger win over the rock than it would Roman. So if you, if you want to get the rock involved, he wins the Rumble. He wins night one. He beats the family. You you build up the whole family legacy of the Samoan family, right? Which would be a hell of a story in its own. And then you have The Rock take on Cody night two, and Cody wins, beats The Rock. The only, only problem I have with that, I know the IWC, they're going to go, well, Rock's not a professional wrestler anymore. He doesn't wrestle as much as Cody and Roman and he just had a match the night before that's the only reason Cody beat him it, it's professional wrestling they need to get over that shit the I keyboard, know but I know but that, that's the keyboard warriors I still yes. think that, that that'd be a hell of a story though it would it, it would I mean if you're if you Cody held the NWA championship right mm-hmm. he, he beat Nick Aldis yeah great great opponent he held the ROH championship. Okay. He's held some really big championships. 
This is the one his dad never held. Okay. Right. Who bigger in the WWE is bigger than nobody. So if you're going to go over anybody and, and, and hold what your dad never had, it has to be The Rock. Right? And I, do me wrong. Love Ric Flair. Love Stone Cold. Love all those guys. But right now, that would be the biggest guy to go over. And is it going to happen? Probably not. But it could work, is what I'm saying. So at that point, do you have, okay, let's say, we'll go with your scenario here. Rock wins night one. Um, takes on Cody night two. Do you have the family or the bloodline or whatever we want to call them? Do we have them get involved, not directly involved in the match, but show up, distract the rock, Cody rolls up? No, you don't. Night two, you have a clean match because that means more. If if you're that gonna was... if, if you're gonna try to put Cody on a pedestal, which 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 we all thought we were gonna do last year, you have the Rock come down, and maybe maybe backstage the the Rock tells the Samoan family, "Leave me alone. Don't want you guys down here. I don't want to see one of you ringside." Okay, and if that's the case, he goes down there and and Cody gets him clean with no outside interference. Nothing, no distractions. Um, yeah, that, 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 if it, you got to put, you got to make it where Cody is over the top. Okay, if they're going to do this, Cody's got to be over the top, and that's the only way to do it. If if we use the Rock as an example, if not, night one you have Seth Rollins versus whoever for the WWE Championship, and then night two. You have Roman and, and Cody, but I still think if you if you get up Cody's ass, man, him beating the rock over Roman's even bigger. Yeah. And then and then and then you turn around, the rock's gone because he got beat, right? And then you turn around SummerSlam and you have the rock versus Roman because Roman says, Man, you never beat me. You beat the rock. You never beat me, man. So then you have then you have a SummerSlam match already built up that could draw thousands, millions, whatever. You know what I mean? Give me right. the pencil. Give me the pencil, bro. Come on, let's go. I actually kind of like it. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll I'll tell Hunter next week. All right, you do that. You pick up the phone. You call him and uh, Mister Hickenbottom and tell him the truth. Uh, Mister Hickenbottom's too busy with. NXT, but whatever. Well, you know, but I mean, if you tell Hickenbottom, Hickenbottom might tell Levesque, and then there you go. Yeah, yeah. Actually, WWE, I'll give them right now. They got they got a lot of good storylines going on. Uh, they they the uh, uh, Judgment Day. I I love Dom. Dom right now is is good. The the booze piped over his promos a little much, but. Um, I think Dom's in a good spot right now. Rhea Ripley's over. Um, Gunther is over. Uh, he's had some great freaking matches. Um, 
and all of a sudden, out of nowhere here of late, uh, the Miz is coming back. The Miz is super entertaining. So they, they got they got some they got some good stuff going on. Uh, we got some big upcoming shows overseas for WWE. Or they have, not we have, but they have. They have, fans they have. have. Gunther is on a probation period or whatever where he's not allowed to work outside the U.S. Do you think Miz is going to win the IC title? Uh, I know Miz is number one contender. I don't know if they've had the match when they're having the match. I don't know if that's well, a Survivor I, Series. I think yeah, I think it is at Survivor Series. Because um, then we head overseas after Survivor Series for yeah. premium live events. So they've made a comment that the Miz has one more run left in him and it's going to be a baby face run. Um, I could see the Miz going over Gunther. Um, and, and I mean, he's already the longest reigning IC champion. Uh, he beat what the honky tonk man, right? So that, that there's a quiz right there for you there, Paul, the old, the old, IC championship. We've done the IC championship. Did we do really? Yes. Drink, I drink too much. I don't. I had that. to go back and look at what we've done already. Yes, I don't remember that. One. I think I missed Honky Tonk Man. You did. Okay, I do remember that now. You did because I laughed <laughs> at you. Like, like, how do, yeah. you, how do you forget Honky Tonk Man? Yeah. All right. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, I could, I could see Miz getting one last run. Okay. All right. So, I'd be okay with that, especially as a face. You know, he he's a Miz is Miz is super entertaining, uh, whether he's a heel or a face. So, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of dirt sheets are saying that he's got one last run in him, and, and it's going to be on the face side. So, and we kind of saw that at uh, uh, the, 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 the jeweled crown or crown jewel or yeah Saudi Arabia, whatever it was yeah, called. He, he that, worked that. as a face there. That was the uh, we call that the oil tycoon princess wrestling show. Yes, <laughs> where women can't show skin. No, but we can charge four dollars a gallon for gas. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, all right. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, glad you so enjoyed the Miz. I think the Miz is underutilized, but that's just me. Yeah, I think he is too. So, there's there's some stuff in WWE that I can't stand, but there's stuff in AW that I how I obviously have a problem with so that makes you a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm never satisfied. Exactly. I'm, I'm just not as big as an asshole as Jim Cornette. So there we go. Well, and, and I'm not as famous as Jim Cornette either. So. <laughs> except in Spain where we beat him for a couple hours. Yeah, take that Jim Cornette. Beat your ass in Spain, you douchebag. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I I like some of what Jim Cornette does. And uh, so Brian Brian Last, who's his co-host on both podcasts. Brian Last is a really entertaining guy. I've never met him in person, but I feel like Brian Last and I could sit down and have a beer and have a great conversation. So uh, I do enjoy him on the podcast. All right, Jim Cornette, you're still an asshole, though. Brian Last, you and I can be buddies. 
if you guys ever if they ever see this then there we go uh Cornette, please don't murder Paul White any more than he already was this week. Oh God, can you? Ma- I I can't wait to listen to. I can't wait to listen to Cornette. Uh, in fact, I think we should tag Cornette uh, and Brian Last in this podcast just so they would listen to what we say about them. Um, because I think we're this might be the few times that you me and Tanner agree with Jim Cornette when it comes to Paul, when, when it comes to an AEW superstar. Yes. Yes. Uh, RIP Paul White. He's gone. He gone. <laughs> oh, is this going to, is this going to lead to a pink jacket, uh, Mark Henry promo where, you know, uh, it's time to hang it up. And then you have the, one of the Look, bigger names in the company come down and then Paul no, says screw you and lays him out. No, no, no. Here here's why. Because when that whole promo happened, it was with John Cena, correct? Yes. Okay. Paul or uh, Mark Henry can still move. Okay. Paul yeah. White, could you imagine him trying to take a coat off right now? He couldn't move. He couldn't do it. He he didn't even take the coat off in the match tonight. Which was dumb. That was so stupid that they had Jericho and him dress up. I, I don't know what's sponsored. And they probably got paid millions of dollars to do it or $100,000. Whatever. So dumb. Jericho doesn't come out. <sighs> whatever. So stupid. To me, though, the, you, you had Jericho dressed in suits. And you had the Golden Lovers in actual wrestling attire. It separated the two teams within the one team. Dumb, super, super dumb. What Jericho say one night on AEW after um, uh, the purple hat appeared? Stupid, creative by stupid. I don't remember. Stupid idea by stupid creative or something like that. Yeah, yeah. kind of the same thing there. I got nothing. Anyway, you got got anything else? No, we nope. should we should wrap her up, right. Paul. Oh, hey, oh, we no, should. no, I do got one thing. Oh, uh, it was announced this week that uh, Andrade is going to do three GCW shows. Yes, starting in I think December, January, February. He's doing one a month, and I think that's right. The first opponent they did announce yesterday was uh, Joey Janela, which. I think Janela can have somewhat of a wrestling match. Janela can have obviously the death match and all that stuff that gets a little over the line, but I think he'd actually have a regular match with, with Andrade. So um, I was shocked that Andrade signed a three match deal with GCW because it's not his style, not his gig, but uh, Brett Lauderdale at GCW was pumped uh, about it, and and obviously he got it done. So we're going to see. Uh, uh, I think it's in Los Angeles in December. Uh, Janela versus Andrade for GCW. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Other than that, that's all I got. Ho- okay. Hopefully we don't. So hopefully we don't want to see Andrade and like Nick Gage and. Uh, Dude. Yeah, stuff stuff that Andrade is such a good professional wrestler, okay? And I'm not just saying that because he's with AEW. 
I loved his shit in NXT. Him, his match with uh, uh, Gargano was mm-hmm. stupid in NXT. Like the guy can go, obviously. So um, I don't want him to put with some slubs. And nothing against well, Nick Gage. It's just not not his style, right? Kind of like when it was uh, Andrade and Flair versus uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Well, I mean, come three on. people carried that match. Well, that's because Flair passed out because he was dehydrated because he drank for three straight days during the whole ceremony. Bless, bless his heart. I would have done yeah. the same thing. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. If somebody's it's, gonna have a if somebody's gonna have a weekend like celebrating around me, I'm gonna party for three straight days. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Shep, uh, you know we're we're getting kind of close to Christmas here. It's coming up pretty quickly, believe it or not. So you know what you should do? You should tell everybody that you want stuff or buy people stuff from kickingoutshop.com. Like, I mean, yeah. you could get those Austin 317 shirts that say, or Shep 317 that say, uh, make it a double. Let's make it a double. I mean, make who, it doesn't, a double. who doesn't want a double? Yeah. You can find it at Kicking Out Shop. You can get a hoodie. You can get a t-shirt. You can get a, a beer glass, coffee mug, hat. Perfect gift for everybody. Kickingoutshop.com. Great stocking stuffers. Yes. Or actual gifts, either way. <laughs> uh, you can stuff the t-shirt in the stocking, you know what I mean? Very true, very true. Yes. Or put it in a box, inside of a box, inside of a box, inside of a box, inside of a box. Well, that's, that's kind of mean of you, Paul, but you could do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I might have gotten my dad a gift card one year and put it in just bigger boxes each and each time till he thought he had this really big gift and then he had to go through like six boxes to get to a gift card that was taped to the bottom of the first box i mean i'm not, I'm not gonna lie paul that's a dick move <laughs> but yeah but, well but he's done it to me it's kind of funny because you did it to the professor so exactly exactly uh, yeah but no buy buyer shit it's good shit <laughs> There's the Vinny reference for the night. That's right. <laughs> it's good shit. Kickingoutshop.com. It's good shit. <laughs> if Vince McMahon sponsors us, holy crap. Not just us, but kicking out shop. Can you I'd imagine? Tell you, that? I'd tell you what, if Vinny Mac would sponsor us, I would shave this stuff and grow the greatest Vinny Mac mustache and give that guy more props, even though he's a scumbag because he's whatever but yeah anyways if he sponsors us i'll give me the, i'll do the mustache and get rid of the goatee i mean i already got the gray beard i got the double chin i mean might as well have this freaking great 70s porn mustache lots of wrinkles you gotta add in the wrinkles i ain't no wrinkles dude botox. no but he does i know but i got botox you know i do that botox shit <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, it it helps migraines. No, you know what helps migraines? Vodka. <laughs> all right, Chef. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at. Uh, be sure to uh, 
listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And that happens to be Apple Podcast. Leave us that five-star review because we are five-star KOP. And with that, uh, be sure to follow Tanner Lee on all social media at TannerLee92. Be sure to follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27 Be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman921. And with that, for Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.